Today's show is brought to you by North by North. North by North is an outdoor apparel company that specializes in versatile merino wool accessories that can be worn anytime, anywhere to help keep you comfortable regardless of the weather. Boasting anywhere from 25 to 100 plus ways to wear and use, their lightweight products are some of the most versatile you can own and can replace several items in your pack to help you save weight. Besides their incredible versatility, each product harnesses the amazing properties of merino wool to help keep you warm when it's cool, cool when it's warm, dry, comfortable, and protected from sun and insects. North by North uses only the finest merino wool fabric, which is ethically and sustainably sourced from Australia. All of their products are made from 100% merino wool. Started by an avid ultralight backpacker after the repeated failings of other commercially available neck gaiters, North by North products are trusted by thru-hikers everywhere, from the deserts of the PCT to the snow-capped white mountains on the AT. If your neck gaiter or bandana is leaving you wanting more, then check out their line of quality merino wool products at northbynorth.co. That's northxnorth.co. That's co, not .com, because .co is more ultralight. Listeners of Trail Correspondence can score an exclusive 10% discount by using coupon code TREK10 at checkout. That's TREK, the number 10, at checkout. Okay, to the show. The hiker hunger has hit... We're all pretty much dreaming and uh, fantasizing about food all day. The hiker hunger is extremely real. Welcome back to Trail Correspondence presented by The Trek. Food. It's a subject of endless fascination to just about everyone. Even the most experienced hikers stand room for improvement with their backcountry menus. Rarely do I go a long stint on trail without picking up some sort of tip for how to enhance my hiker fare. This episode will be appealing to those who want to improve their on-trail culinary skills, or who are simply curious about what a hiker eats, what the vaunted hiker hunger is all about, and how tastes evolve over the course of a thru-hike. In this episode, you'll hear from Frozen, Catherine, Missy and John, Kenneth, Melissa, Nancy, Sarah H., Zach, and Hasmeen. Here it is. Enjoy. everybody, it's Frozen coming at you from Marion, Virginia. I'm on day 35 of my journey along the AT and just spent the night at the Travel Inn waiting to get my shuttle back to Mount Rogers Visitor Center to start my day today. In the meantime, while I wait for my shuttle, let's talk about food, my favorite topic these days. I'm either thinking, dreaming, talking or eating some sort of food, whether it be on the trail or in town at this point. Let's uh, rewind here to show the progression of my caloric intake. So we were in the Smokies, we're about halfway through, we just made it down from Klingman's Dome, which is at mile marker 200. And man, at like two o'clock, right after lunch, 
I just felt fatigued. I felt run down. I just wanted to get to camp. We were doing big mile days and I wasn't getting a lot of sleep uh, due to mice and people snoring in the shelters. But I, I didn't know why I was so tired. I just assumed that it was from lack of sleep. Well, it continued. The fatigue continued past the Smokies and I started to get a little concerned. My food drops that I had created for myself back when I was home before I started the trail consisted of what I would normally bring on a hard weekend trip, you know, a casual backpacking trip. So, you know, a few snacks, some main meals, some protein via, you know, tuna packets, et cetera, et cetera. So what I found out is I was eating all of my snacks before lunch and I was just running out of calories. I was burning them too fast before I could put more into my body. I was just running out of food. So I literally doubled my snacks and added a bigger portion to the breakfast side of things. So instead of three oatmeal, or two oatmeal packets, I was eating three. And I was also eating a cereal bar or some kind of protein bar along with it. And that helped immensely. I also doubled my snacks. So the snacks that I was eating, before noon, I would have the same type of snacks afternoon. So I pretty much would double the snack routine. And that has worked excellent. Recently weighed myself, well, maybe a week ago, and I've only lost nine pounds. Now, I can't wait to weigh myself again after the food increase to see if I'm you know, rising or declining in my weight. I'd like to be within you know, five to 10 pounds from when I left. Other people, however, that I've been hiking around that are doing similar mileage to me, a dude, for instance, pretty much just a little bit bigger than me had lost 34 pounds. And 34 pounds, man, that's that's a lot. I don't know how he made it uh, as far as he did without the calorie intake. You know, I noticed my calorie intake needed adjusted almost immediately. I I knew what it kind of felt like. I was just surprised that it happened so soon. But yeah, 34 pounds. And I was there when he stepped on the scale. He was utterly shocked. Anyway, long story short, the mail drops that I had pre-made for myself, they weren't working. So I decided to you know, cut out the mail drops where I could and go into town to resupply, something that I've been kind of afraid of. But it's honestly no big deal. You kind of get used to the routine. I think it took me yesterday to supply for a three and a half day stretch out of here to get to Bland, Virginia. It took me about 10 minutes at the Walmart down the street. It's really easy to do. And the best part about that, the best part about not having to rely on mail drops is you get to go into town and you get to eat, guess what? More food. <laughs> uh, yesterday, for instance, I went to the Bojangles across the street from the hotel I'm in and I ordered $23 worth of food. <laughs> Which sounds insane to me, but you know what? I ate every single bit of it and went back this morning for breakfast. Uh, Bojangles has a Cajun biscuit filet that is phenomenal. And I'm from the north, so we don't we rarely get to eat Bojangles. But yeah, five Cajun filet biscuits later and a large cheer wine, I finally felt satisfied. I still probably could went back for dessert, but I felt satisfied. And like I said, I went back this morning and got some breakfast and some coffee. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to eat lunch at this point while waiting for the shuttle. It's only 9.30. <laughs> and I haven't done anything. All I've done was keep my feet up. So, yes, the hiker 
hunger is extremely real and it is extremely important that you pay attention to what your body is telling you. If you feel fatigued or you're just tired, you feel like you're dragging, you need to increase your caloric intake. You need to have more snacks. If you feel hungry, you need to have more protein. You need to experiment with the times and when you're putting certain types of food into your body. I found that to be really good. I found the majority of my protein should be at the end of the day so I don't wake up feeling hungry at night or and or I can burn the calories in case it gets cold outside because we've had some cold days. We've had some uh, 22 degree nights and you know with the 20 degree rated quilt, you need those calories or else around three, four in the morning, you just feel cold. Anyway, I think it's about lunchtime, 9.30, 10 o'clock. That's lunchtime. I'm gonna go eat. Everyone, you have a good one and I'll see you in the next one. everyone it's Catherine slash Manhattan and I'm currently at mile 344 ish at Uncle Johnny's near Irwin Tennessee great place to stay by the way today we're talking a little bit about what we eat while we are out here on the trail for me it's day 29 which is crazy to think about because it feels like I've also just left and that in another way that this is just my life now it's it's a little bit weird to have those two conflicting feelings at once Um, My diet has changed just a tiny bit from how I planned it. I thought that I would be doing tea and oatmeal in the morning, kind of bars and things during the day, and then cooking a real dinner. That's mostly how it is, but I don't really have the energy in the morning to get up and cook oatmeal. Like sometimes I'll, uh, not sometimes, usually I'll make tea, but I don't really like the hassle of boiling water, making the oatmeal, cleaning my pot, all that fun stuff. So on the trail, what I usually do is I'll wake up, um, if it's very cold and if I wake up early, I'll make a cup of Queen Catherine tea from Harney and Sons, which is the best tea ever, by the way. Black tea blend, not flavored, it's delicious. And I'll have a Cliff Bar or RX Bar, Lara Bar or something like that, usually two. As I hike through the day, I'll go through a few more bars that I've put in my pack pocket so I don't have to go through my food bag in the afternoon. And then dinner is really my big meal. For dinner, I'll do a Harmony House soup packet. They're dehydrated soups and chilies. Everything's vegan, super lightweight, um, full of real food and veggies. And, you know, I think that's that's helping me stay healthy and stay uh, feeling a little bit better than some of the people I know who aren't getting as many of those real nutrients. So I'll do a soup packet with... Um, some ramen noodles for carbs or ready rice or couscous or quinoa or basically the carb of my choice to go along with my soup. Now that, that hasn't changed very much and I don't expect it to. The only other thing I do that I'm liking quite a bit is I have some green powder. Um, thanks Zach. And I think it was the real hiking Viking for mentioning it on an earlier backpacker radio podcast, but I try and do a scoop of that every evening. Um, just because I'm not carrying a multivitamin and, The hiker diet is not always the healthiest, despite what we try to do. Um, So I I definitely do the green juice, and I've been sharing it around, and people are saying that they like it. It's a little bit gritty, but it does make you feel healthy. In town, it's a little bit of a different story. So in town, usually I will try to go to a brewery and have two craft beers with my hiking buddies. So maybe not the healthiest, but... 
what we have tried to do is when there's enough of us at a hostel, we will all do dinner together first, which is a bit cheaper, definitely healthier. We can get in all those veggies. My appetite has picked up a little bit, not as much as some of the stories I've heard from other people. So I, I wouldn't say that I have developed hiker hunger exactly, but I'm definitely eating a bit more than I used to. I'm also trying to eat a little bit more anyway because I don't want to run into a calorie deficit and start feeling weak and fatigued. There was one day when I really hit a wall and it's, I think it's because I just hadn't been eating enough and now I'm, I'm trying to just eat a little bit more so I can stay ahead of that. Um, my food strategy has been resupplying in, in towns for the most part. I have, I think, nine or ten spots where, you know, family, friends, and a random lady from Instagram, thanks Kate, um, have sent me boxes of snacks. But I didn't want to depend on a really tight schedule. And, you know, my, my pace is a bit different than I thought. Like, I thought... It's currently April 28th. I thought I would be in Hot Springs by now. I'm actually about seven days ahead of where I thought. So my, my box supply would have been a bit off anyway. So definitely recommend the resupply in town. You can find nearly everything. Um, I, I try to eat meat less often on the trail. In fact, I, I don't actually at all. Um, it just helps helps me feel better to eat more fruits and veggies and it also helps me from having to worry so much about clean dishes. It's a lot harder to get food poisoning when you're doing dehydrated soup than it is from not washing out, I don't know, dairy and chicken pesticides. So overall that hasn't really changed and I've been able to find almost everything other than the Harmony House soup mixes, which I order on Amazon Prime or from REI when I know I'll be in town in a few days. Um, unless you have a really specific diet, I, you know, don't really bother with the hassle. It's nice to get boxes for treats, but I promise you really don't need it. Um, otherwise, definitely some of my favorite things to get when I am in town. Good bread, um, cheese sometimes, and the, like, pre-made guacamole packs. Holy Guacamole does one. There are a few other brands that I like a little bit better, but... Tons of fats, absolutely delicious, and you really do start craving stuff like that when you're on the trail. So next time you go to the grocery store, definitely try and pick those up. Or if you're doing trail magic, bring those and the hikers will love you forever. Uh, that's all from Catherine. I'm going into Irwin pretty soon to resupply, probably get some good coffee and a breakfast sandwich, and I'll talk to you later on the trail. Bye. And no words. Coming at you from Dozer on the Trails house just outside of Hot Springs, North Carolina. Ah, today we are going to discuss our diet and what we eat on the trail with you. Uh, this is day number 30 on the trail now. We have made it a whole month. Woohoo! <laughs> Pretty awesome to be in a month, I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, so what have we been eating? Unfortunately, a lot of the same things as there's not a lot you can bring and cook on the trail. But... Um, we've been diversifying and adding things into our meals. Uh, a typical day for us consists of like a breakfast essentials drink um, and a protein bar. So for my breakfast, we'll kind of break this up between myself and hot buns. Um, usually it will be a honey bun or a big Texan, some large type of pastry. 
And then um, second breakfast right away, a large protein bar. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have coffee immediately, um, but it just takes too much time in the morning, and we're already kind of slow getting out of camp. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, what I will do is add um, the instant coffee that I would have drank right away uh, to the breakfast essentials drink, and so then I kind of have a, co- a coffee latte, and it's actually pretty good. Um, if I don't do that, we will sometimes stop at the next shelter um, and then just boil the water and have our coffee. We do like coffee, but uh, as Hot Bun said, we're not exactly quick out of the out of camp, so we do what we can. Um, we also have amazing greens, amazing grass or something like mm-hmm. this. Super greens. Super greens, superfoods. So either in the breakfast, and we need to get better doing this daily, but um, we mix a little bit of it with water drink that down for breakfast and or dinner at night this will give us a full day's vegetables a full day's fruit and some uh, vitamins as well yeah um so we have learned to get up and get hiking and then eat as we walk um a lot of people will when they start off will get up and just you know eat breakfast at the shelter but then you're losing time and and all that kind of stuff and if it's cold out you know you want to be able to get warm so um We usually will have like a bar or something as we walk, but um, we'll have second breakfast then about one to two hours after we've eaten um, the first time. Um, So we just end up calling that second breakfast. Um, But then after the breakfasts are done, then comes the candy and snacks. (laughs) The best part of the day. You you need a lot of energy to climb hills, so you need uh, instant sugar. So like Skittles, Sweet Tarts, Spree, Mentos. Those are good to munch on while you're climbing. Um, and if I feel like it, I'll have a chocolate like candy bar or something. But for me, sometimes chocolate can make me nauseated on the trail. So I kind of make that decision day by day on, on how I'm feeling. Um, and then when I'm, well. And I'm, I'm not really a big sweets person in real life. I dove in quite sharply for the trail and been eating a lot more candy and junk than <laughs> I'm used to. So I'm already sick of it. Um, so I've just uh, taken most of the candy bars out of the diet and supplemented them with protein bars. Um, but the um, quick sugars, the Skittles, um, the Mentos for me um, work really good. I also like to do a um, right out of camp, an electrolyte or caffeine meal drink, mm-hmm. um, which kind of just helps you get everything set for the morning. Yeah. And so then when I'm not eating, like, candy, then I'm usually munching on, like, uh, Lay salt and vinegar potato chips, Cheetos, Pringles, goldfish crackers, and kind of other savory snacks, just so we're not completely overrun with sugar. All real healthy stuff here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Um, We also do eat a lot of protein, or we're trying to increase that. Um, Beef jerky. Uh, the tuna packets, the chicken packets, cheese sticks, that all meets that requirement. Um, what do you have for lunch usually? Um, I've made a change. I'm, I'm not really a tuna person, but I was able to eat some of the tuna creations when I started. Um, I've kind of already rotated off of that. Tastes change quick out here, and you have to buy stuff that you're going to eat. It is awfully important. Went to the chicken creations, already sick of that. Um, so I'm trying to find as much of the chunk chicken as I can in the bag. Um, and switching to peanut butter. So getting lunch is going to be um, uh, recently, and this current resupply is a large bag of chunk chicken with a hot sauce, um, some peanut butter, and some crackers or chips. Mm-hmm. And lunch for me, I'm still eating tuna. Um, 
I am getting a little bit sick of it, so I'm going to have to probably start looking at other alternatives. But I'm usually t um, eating two tuna packets, um, some sort of crackers, a cheese stick, you know, some cookies, and then something to finish it off, like a candy bar or something. But trying to get her into the peanut butter stage as well. We'll yeah, see shortly. And that's that. We did find that they have the Jif peanut butter cups. They have 250 calories, so it's kind of a great snack. So I'm going to see if I can just start doing more and more of those. Um, and then, like he was saying, that he uses the meal for um, like electrolytes and whatnot. I usually do the um, Cliff Black Chews. Uh, the Mountain Berry is really good, um, but they have all the electrolytes needed that to replenish what I've sweat out during my my hike. And then, what do you usually have for supper? Um, so diets definitely change as we're kind of stating over and over again. Um, supper, I was doing a lot of potatoes. Um, I was doing some uh, rice sides and such, some pasta sides. At this point right now, um, I'm doing um, usually two ramens. For additional calories, I am putting olive oil in them as well. And uh, for this particular resupply, I have a bag of, surprise, surprise, chunk chicken I'm putting in it. <laughs> so I'm getting a good bit of uh, protein throughout the day now. Cool. Um, I usually also, you know, do something warm. I'm usually um, doing either ramen. And the other day I did stovetop stuffing mix, and that was actually really good. And it it was, was amazing. Yeah, it was good. It's good for carbs, too. So, um, and I usually, I've been adding the olive oil as well. But what do you usually like when we have a zero or a Nero day? Like, what do you like in town to eat? Boy in town. Uh, the, the number one go-to is uh, a good quality burger, not fast food if, if we don't have to. Um, so the good quality burger, pizzas, um, pretty much anything. Yep. And I actually have been craving salads, like veggies. Um, so I know I'm not getting enough veggies. So whenever we go into town, I've been just pigging out on like, um, you know, Caesar salad, you know, any kind of salad there is. Um, but we also, you know, eat some fast food when we're in town. We had some Zaxby's, we've had McDonald's, we've had Five Guys. Um, I'm looking for a good taco. Shop. For the first time, we just tried pals. Yes. So pals. Judy, I don't know if you hear this before I send you the pictures, but we just had pals. Yes, and it was very good. <laughs> um, but my appetite hasn't been the best on the trail. Um, I kind of have to force myself to eat snacks and meals because um, I'm just not hungry. I haven't had the hiker hunger yet. Have you? But had, you're getting you're have, getting hungrier. And hungrier, it's yeah. Have you had hiker hunger yet? Um, I can see myself working that way. Um, I definitely uh, are going for bigger lunches, more proteins. And in town, I'm, I'm definitely eating a little more. So hiker hunger is not there yet, but it is growing. And it's just weird how quickly tastes can change. One day you're eating something, your next resupply, you want no more of it. That's right. Um, as far as the food that we're carrying, we've been carrying about four days worth of food at a time. We usually don't like to carry more than that because otherwise it's just too heavy. Um, we've been resupplying mostly in like grocery stores and like small places. Um, you know, we, we go through the aisles and kind of grab stuff that looks good as long as it's lightweight and has a lot of calories. Um, the last time we were resupplied on an empty stomach, though, I wouldn't recommend doing that because we seem to kind of buy a bit, Does not work. <laughs> a bit more than we needed. <laughs> But that's about it for, for us. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No. Um, so we have not really been sending any boxes. We've had a few of my mother sending us some bars because bars are so expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just grocery stores. I, I easily now see how quickly 
your taste changes out here and yes. you have got to eat. You can't ship yourself a bunch of stuff you're not going to want. Exactly. Food is so important because we're burning so many calories. So resupplying in as many grocery stores as possible. Dollar yep. General's been needed and yep. uh, just going from there. Yeah, and it's been fun. Well, that's kind of it for us guys. Uh, I hope you learned a lot about our diet and the kind of the food we eat on the trail. Um, we are actually getting ready to hike into Irwin, Tennessee tomorrow. And so we're excited about that. But until next time, just remember to always get out and live the adventure. And do not try this diet at home. <laughs> Good morning. This is Kenneth Pereiro coming to you from Over Mountain Shelter. It's 8.30 a.m. on Monday. April 22nd. It's my 24th day on trail and today I wanted to talk a little bit about diet. First I think it's important to mention that uh, this is a great shelter and uh, despite having started in late March um, we just had snow and rain and wind for the past three days. So it's been pretty miserable. Um, thankfully I'm with a pretty strong group so we all helped keep each other motivated and moving forward and stuff but <clears throat> you know as part of the AT even starting late March early April you're not going to avoid some of the real weather out here which actually is a pretty nice tie-in to diet because man um, you have to have calories out here in order to actually persevere through all the conditions that are so trying um, you know, my diet used to be sort of a point of pride for me. Uh, pretty focused on, like, you know, proteins and uh, probiotics and things that were good and beneficial for me. And coming out here, you know, first of all, those things that are good for you are hard to find, obviously. And um, <clears throat> things that are good for you don't tend to be very calor calorically dense. And so you burn through them quickly, especially if you're walking every single day for seven to eight hours. So I basically reverted back to a diet, like a prepubescent diet, where I didn't have any concept of nutrition. It was just all about taste, and taste is usually associated with, you know, caloric density. And so there was a very, very firm, like, road to Damascus moment. And I, that's funny, road to Damascus uh, in the biblical sense, not the AT sense, I guess, in this case, where um, I hadn't yet given in to the fact that I would need to eat uh, massive amounts of calories from terrible sources. Um, but I was walking with my port, my original hiking partner, Forrest, and we stopped at this shelter. And I was just so, um, I guess I was just so hungry. Uh, I wasn't able to perform as well as I normally was. And I thought I had enough food, but I didn't. So we sat at this shelter and I basically ate every single snack item that I had had um, from the last resupply. And it was like close to a thousand calories. It was like three Snickers bars, uh, tuna fish. I don't even remember what else. But um, <clears throat> after doing that, I felt great. And uh, so I have similarly continued to eat terribly and perform well. Um, you know, thankfully, this stuff is just used almost instantly by your body. And if you're shivering because it's freezing because the snow that uh, is all over the mountains is starting to melt because the sun is finally starting to come out and you're getting pelted by um, big tufts of snow as they fall under the weight of their own melting, uh, every calorie counts. 
and every calorie helps you like sort of overcome the difficulty of those weather conditions. So, you know, it's been a process of trial and error. I did start eating those honey buns that are 710 calories, which those are great um, to start the day. But there's no denying that, you know, after eating one of those, at least for me, I would feel like throwing up for about an hour and a half. But it is better than feeling hungry. So these days, you know, um, the process of whittling down what works best for me. Um, I was making coffee every morning, but... One of my um, <laughs> hiking partners, we call him Dad, uh, he's kind of nicknamed me Slowpacker, uh, which isn't my actual trail name. My real tra trail name is a moron. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I had, I had to stop having hot coffee in the morning, and so I've actually just been taking the uh, instant coffee and pouring it straight into my mouth. Um, another one of my hiking partners, Compton, shout out to Compton, he uh, introduced me to uh, the mobile breakfast where you just put it into like a Powerade bottle, like oatmeal and protein powder, and you just kind of shake it up and you can drink it on the go. So that's kind of how I start my day. I'll typically throw another coffee into that concoction as well. And then I found these Little Debbie uh, peanut butter cookie cake things that have 410 calories a piece. And I eat those throughout the day. I have a two-pound uh, container of peanut butter that I can use to supplement any kind of snack that I have, um, which has been great. Um, Something I realized after having my Road to Damascus moment was that I'm strong enough to carry um, extra weight, and if I'm going to do that, it needs to be food, because uh, I don't think I necessarily have a hiker hunger, but I've just always been someone who can eat a lot and who needs to eat a lot, and so in order to make sure that I don't bonk out here and just, you know, have low energy, I need to be constantly eating, and the higher the calorie count, in most cases, the better. Um, trail magic gets demolished. Any, any unforeseen calories that are offered to me are readily consumed. I had some uh, uh, sour cream and onion ruffles yesterday after we got out of, uh, I don't remember what it was called, some sort of bald, big bald, something like that. And I just ate them, just not even necessarily because I was hungry, but just because I knew that consumption of more of that kind of food would help my internal combustion engine heat things up. And uh, for dinner, I tend to have the Mountain House meals. Uh, those are nice just because, you know, obviously there's no cleanup and they're pretty hearty and they're warm. So typically that's kind of what I'm doing out here. Um, beyond that, when we do get into town, um, we typically will go to a restaurant. So far it's been mostly breakfast places and I, breakfast is like my favorite meal of the day. So I tend to uh, eat a lot, <clears throat> pancakes, eggs, hash browns, etc. Um... And we've been mostly resupplying at, like, grocery stores or, like, whatever the town may have. Like, the uh, the stuff in, what was it called? Hot Springs. Uh, <laughs> there was, like, a hillbilly market, which wasn't too bad. A Dollar General. And then there was another Outfitters there as well. So, you know, we've definitely been... We've all, my group, uh, been fine. The way we've been resupplying. And no one has wanted for much in terms of food. We've all been pretty good about keeping up with our own intake and output and everything like that. So it's going well. The diet part, you know, as a cyclist for a long time in my cycling career, which is really not a career so much as just a leisurely activity, um, I have sort of been restrictive in my diet. Um, and I now being out here, realizing that I need to eat as much as possible, I think my performance as a cyclist probably could have uh, stood some room for improvement 
if I had basically just continued to eat garbage all the time while biking, I think it probably would have uh, paid off with some dividends. But in any case, uh, this whole thing is a learning experience being out here, you know, um, and I'm enjoying it. The diet is uh, definitely an important aspect of it. We're all pretty much dreaming and uh, fantasizing about food all day. Uh, and in fact, I think a large portion of my group is now uh, hoping for some Thai food somewhere in the near future. So wish us luck with that because uh, we're still in the South and these little towns don't seem to have that kind of culinary culture. So for what it's worth, again, coming to you from uh, Overton, no, what is this? Over Mountain Hostel, no, Over Mountain Shelter, the one that's the barn. Uh, this is Kenneth Pereiro. I don't know what mile I'm at. It's like 340 maybe. And I'll get back to you further down the trail with some more updates and info. Talk to you later. Bye. It's Banks recording live from Hot Springs, where I'm taking a zero with my lovely friend McFly. <laughs> um, we are done with the Smokies. Um, I met up with McFly just after the Smokies and hiked through them with Aquaman, Falcon, Schmutz, Recap, and Aloha. Uh, so that was really, really fun. And uh, I'm here to talk about food which is something that we all think about every second of every single day. When are we going to snack? When are we going to break for lunch? What are we going to have for dinner? What are we going to have for breakfast? It's constantly on our minds. Um, But I have been sticking with resupplies from just like grocery stores and convenience stores. Um, never really set up a system with my mom or a family member to send me things. Although my mom did spoil me at um, Fontana with like a package of goodies and that was fun. Um, The only time I sent myself a box was actually to Fontana because their resupply options are very, very limited. Um, So that's kind of the only time that I got a box. The hiker hunger has hit, it, it hit mid-smokies for most of us. Um, I'm hiking with all guys currently, and they definitely have more hiker hunger than I do, but um, we packed out enough food, or so we thought, uh, to get through the smokies, and uh, we actually had to stop in Gatlinburg to resupply on snacks because we were just all getting hungry way easier than we thought we would. So the hiker hunger is hit. Um, It's manageable. I don't ever feel like I'm starving out here. Um, I just noticed that like, oh, if I'm tired and I'm not really feeling great on trail, it's probably because I have to eat. Um, And it's very weird seeing like you know, I'll eat a, a, you know, granola bar and five minutes later I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I can do these miles. It's almost instant energy. Um, let's see. I eat pretty much the same thing every single day and I'm not tired of it. (laughs) I like the routine, honestly, of just like knowing what I'm going to have. I have the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with minor variations. Um, 
every single morning for breakfast, I make coffee. Um, it's like a cold coffee. So I do just water, an instant coffee packet, an instant chai packet, and a vanilla breakfast essentials. And I shake it up and it kind of just tastes like a chai latte. And then I kind of have like a Lara bar or some kind of bar for breakfast. And then I snack middle of the morning, nuts, fruit, something. Lunch is always tuna tortilla with buffalo sauce. Um, And I don't think I'll ever get tired of that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's, it's, it's easy. It's simple. Um, It's good protein and uh, that's that. And then I snack in the afternoon, probably another bar. And then for dinner, uh, I haven't gotten on the ramen train yet just because I'm not really a ramen person. Um, but I am on the mashed potato train. The instant mashed potatoes are awesome. They have a kind where it's like, uh, also veggie mash that has like cauliflower and broccoli in it. And that's been really cool to be like, Oh, I'm kind of getting vegetables. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I eat every day. It's been simple. Um, when we go to towns, I am super, super, super into vegetables. Like, just throw a salad at me and call it a day. Um, I'm just craving fresh things all the time. Especially on trail, like, I crave oranges specifically. Um, Now I really want an orange. All right, I'm going to have to go to the store and buy an orange. But... um, I really, really, really crave oranges, which is funny because in real life, I hate the process of peeling oranges, so I never eat them. But on trail, I just don't care. They're just really, really good. Um, Yeah, I just crave salads. The people around me are more like, uh, I want fast food, or I want, like, heavy Mexican food, or heavy Chinese food. And, like, that's okay sometimes, but I'm trying to keep my diet balanced as I can, as balanced as I can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting, like seeing how my habits have changed and, uh, how my body has changed as well. I feel like, I feel like I'm getting enough calories, um, but I am kind of losing weight. So I've been more conscious about, um, you know, be sure, like making sure that I'm eating and making sure that I'm getting the adequate amount of food per day. So yeah, that's, um, that's basically food. (laughs) It's, it sounds really easy when you just break it down into like a couple minutes. Um, people get really stressed out about resupply. Um, resupplying in towns is probably the most stressful part about being in a town because you need to, you know, break up how you're going to hike the next week. And you don't, you might not even really know. Um, but it is nice resupplying with like a group of people or even with one other person, because you can break up a packet of peanut butter packets and like, you know, they come in eight and no one needs eight peanut butter packets. Um, so you could do like four and four and you can get like eight cliff bars and break it up between the two of you. Um, so that's been, that's been nice to not have to just like hiker box food constantly. You can just pass it out to people that you're around. Yeah. (laughs) It's, um, it's, it's, 
definitely like not the best diet I've ever had, but uh, we're gonna make it work for as long as we can. And uh, hopefully I don't lose too much more weight because I would just blow away. (laughs) So I will update you on my whereabouts later down trail. Bye. Hi, Trail Correspondence listeners. This is Dash, and I am currently at mile 420 on the Appalachian Trail. And I've got someone to answer some questions here about diet. And I'd like her to take it away with an introduction of herself. Hello. Uh, My name is Triple Knot. That's K-N-O-T. And I'm from Front Royal, Virginia. And this is day 30 for me on the trail. Awesome. So... What are you eating on trail? Um, so actually, right now, I'm currently eating a double chocolate Klondike bar. <laughs> but that's not a typical food for me. So I do have somewhat of a specific diet I need to follow because of food sensitivities. Um, the major one being gluten that I have to avoid. So I don't really eat the typical hiker foods that you see most other people eating on trail. Um, I do a lot of nuts and dried fruit and like gluten-free granola bars, um, peanut butter, cheese, and like rice noodles and beef jerky, um, but not a lot of the regular prepackaged stuff or ramen. So when you get a chance to go into town, how do you expand that diet? What are some things that you get to eat in town that you Ooh. can't get on the trail? I really love hamburgers. Um, and if a restaurant has a gluten-free bun, that's amazing. But if not, I'll just eat it on a salad, um, which I also love. When I go into town, I try to fill up on vegetables if possible um those are my favorites okay and has your appetite changed definitely i'm hungry all the time (laughs) (laughs) so hiker hunger is set in oh yes yeah it probably took maybe two and a half weeks to really get that going but i think i definitely have it now okay um so do you have a food Uh, resupply strategy are you doing it at grocery stores or do you have mail drops both actually so I have my mom send some things from home I have a couple different brands of like beef and buffalo bites that um, a couple brands um, sent me uh, as a sponsorship so I have those sent and I ever send a couple more things in a mail drop, um, but then I get the rest at the grocery store. Do you think you'll continue with that same strategy? Yes, yes. In that as way. long as my mom is willing <laughs> to make packages for me, yes. <laughs> Yay, mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much, Triple Knot, 
And this is Dash signing out. It's Sarah Herman. Um, I am coming at you from Big Bear Lake, which is off of mile 266 of the PCT. Um, It is currently day 26 of my partner Jess and I's hike. Um, We've been here now for three and a half days in Big Bear. Um, I unfortunately have been having some stomach pains and problems the past couple of days. So we have uh, um, just decided to hang out here until I'm feeling um, closer to 100%. Um, But we are hopeful that we're going to head back on trail tomorrow. Um, And today we're talking about food. Um, What a typical day on trail looks like for me in terms of food, um, has varied since the beginning versus now. Um, but I'll tell you what we've just resupplied for. Um, we are setting out, we're planning for a, about a six day stretch to get us into Wrightwood. Um, and so what we've resupplied for breakfast, um, has been for the stretch, we're doing oatmeal, um, with, a lot of seeds in it that we're putting in, um, like pumpkin seeds, chia seeds. I think there's hemp seeds in there. Um, and these little like coconut truffle balls. Um, we, I tried to do like pop tarts, one, one stretch for breakfast and that just wasn't really cutting it for me. Um, so I'm not sick of oatmeal yet. So we'll give that another go. Um, for lunches this time around, we're we're pretty much snacking through lunch. Um, I have a really big bag of dried peaches and I have some cheese I think I'm going to do. Um, we had been on the tortilla train. Um, we've done tortilla with peanut butter and granola and dried fruit and nuts in them, which is really good. Um, but last stretch we had a whole pound of peanut butter. And so we're kind of Um, taking a break from that for now. Um, and then snacks throughout the day, we're doing, um, RX bars, some other types of bars like kind bars, other granola bars, um, some little trail mixes, some chocolate, um, some dried fruit, Um, like banana chips, um, some regular chips, um, just a variety of things, whatever we're kind of craving that we think is going to give us good, um, I guess, good energy. Um, And then dinners have been a little bit difficult because we haven't quite known what the best thing for us is um, that matches up with weight and budget and time and appetite level. Um, we've gone through, we've done some like backpacker meals here and there. Um, we did pasta sides for a bit, but we're not really that desperate yet. Um, or that interested in them. Um, this go around, we talked to someone who had hiked the 80 and what she does for dinners, um, and we are going to try, is we got angel hair pasta, 
Um, and we are going to cook that. Um, and then we got little um, packet sauce packets that are the powdered kind. Um, and so we got like an Alfredo packet, a spaghetti sauce packet, um, and a pesto packet. So we'll see how those go. Um, hopefully that'll be pretty good. Um, let's see. We always have an after dinner chocolate snack. So whether that's like Snickers or another candy bar or Reese's or, you know, something kind of peanut M&M's, something like that. Um, cause I have a big sweet tooth. So I like to end the day with some chocolate. Um, yeah, but that's how we've kind of resupplied for this next six days. Um, and then we'll we'll see how it goes after that. What we like, what we don't like, what we change. Um, we're still kind of in the figuring it out stage as far as what works best for our bodies um, and the budget and weight. Um, yeah, so it's, a, it's finding that balance there that's been a little bit tricky. Um, but... Yeah, overall, we are you know, hoping that we find that balance soon. Um, I went about the first two weeks of the hike not being that hungry, not really eating that much. I lost um, 10 pounds in the first two weeks um, just because I didn't have much of an appetite. Um, I think that's pretty normal from what I hear. Um Jess, on the other hand, was really hungry from the get-go. Um, I, in the last week or so, have kind of developed, I don't think I would call it hiker hunger yet, um, because I'm not like ravenous and always eating, but I am eating more, um, and I'm definitely more hungry than I was. So I think that'll just keep kind of ramping up as we go along. Um, but yeah, for now, I think... My hunger is developing, I would say. Um, but yeah, the food overall, you know, that's what it's like on trail. Um, in town, we are eating lots of salads, um, lots of burgers, but mostly fresh things. Um, you know, the first thing we do when we go into town is try to go to the grocery store and we'll likely walk out with a pack of baby carrots, cucumber, hummus, um, a pepper, bananas, um, clementines, just anything fresh that we can really get our hands on. Um, because on trail, we feel like everything is really processed. Um, so we try to eat as well as we can in town. Um, but we are having things like pizza and burgers and lots of sweet potato fries and delicious things like that as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's it as far as my diet goes. Um, it's still a work in progress, but it's getting better. Um, it's a learning curve, but it's been fun to try and figure out. Um, so again, this is Sarah Herman, um, updating from Big Bear 266 of the PCT. Hey, this is Zach Bunsell. I am currently in uh, the town of Agua Dulce, um, also pronounced Aqua Dulce. 
Aqua Dolce. <laughs> Basically, no one can pronounce this trail, <laughs> not this trail, but this town correctly. Uh, but it is Agua Dulce. Uh, what mile do you think we are at about? Mile 454. 454.5, I believe, if we want to be exact, mm, yes. which we don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been here at Hiker Heaven for the past day. I'm on a zero day, and um, I am joined today by Vivian. You can do a quick introduction of yourself, but Vivian's on a gap year. She's 19 yeah, years old. 19. 19, and she's uh, hiking like a total champion. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Seattle, Washington, and I'm taking a year off in between colleges and decided to take a long walk to Canada. Awesome. And uh, what's interesting about uh, Vivian, uh, why I've asked her to be on the podcast today, is she is a vegan hiker. Uh, and not only a vegan hiker, but a vegan in her day-to-day life. How many years have you uh, been a vegan? Um, this will be my sixth year. Sixth year. Yeah. Uh, we actually started talking about it a few days back on trail when we were hiking together. And she's actually, she has a TED t- TEDx talk out there, which is like the youngest person I've ever heard <laughs> of hosting a TEDx talk. So uh, she's probably going to be a lot better at this freeform interview than I am. But today we're talking about... Uh, our diets on trail, uh, in town, um, and maybe, you know, how it's changed kind of throughout the duration of our hike and, you know, in comparison to our life off of the trail. So, yeah, Vivian, what is your average meal? Like, walk me through your three meals a day on trail. All right. Well, I would say I don't really eat the typical breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes I like to have breakfast for dinner. Um, But usually breakfast consists of oatmeal, with nut butter or bagels with nut butter. I recently started carrying at least one sleeve of bagels out with me when I leave town. Um, Lunch is kind of a free-for-all for for me. A lot of times it consists of bars or cookies. Um, Sometimes if it's hot in the day, maybe I'll stop and (laughs) cook lunch. A horse just... (laughs) A horse has just walked up to us at Hiker Heaven. <laughs> it's blindfolded, and it just took a, a pretty big shit, and now is walking, <laughs> walking away, away from us. It's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a lot of cookies and bars. Yes, and then dinner, usually I'll have um, a meal. Sometimes I'll have cold-soaked beans and lentil flakes with veggies. Um, but I prepared a lot of meals before I left for the trail at mm-hmm. home, and so most of the time I'll eat one of those. Cool. So a couple of follow-up questions there. You said you'll have, like, peanut butter mixed in your oatmeal, so I'm, I'm assuming that's more, like, a caloric staple for you. Um, and then you said uh, around lunch a lot of bars and then dinner. Um, it seems like dinner you're kind of incorporating more of your base proteins. Um, yeah, definitely. And dinner is when I try to get at least some vegetables in. So I'm not just eating chocolate and sugar all day. Yes. Well, it's kind of, it's so crazy. Like, aside from the amount of meat that I have in my diet, we're, like, not so different, you and I. Uh, I guess when I started off the trail, I'm getting kind of lazy now. But I would be doing oatmeal every morning as well. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, lazy is maybe not the right word. I'm motivated to leave camp. So yeah. that kind of comes with the territory. I'm hiking with um, two other guys that like to do 20 to 30. We did a 30-mile day recently, but between 20 and 30-mile days. So it's we're trying to get going as early as possible. It's hot in the desert. So 
I've stopped caring as much about like hot food in the morning as well as I don't have the time anymore. So now I'm doing more bars for breakfast. Um, and I'm, are you snacking a lot? I snack a lot. I snack a lot. Yeah. Has your hiker hunger kicked in? That's hard to say. Um, I, it's really hard to say because before getting on the trail, um, I did intermittent fasting, which just means I didn't eat for 16 hours of the day. That's after dinner. So 8 PM till 12 PM the next day. Um, and by then I'd typically be very hungry and I feel kind of less hungry on the trail, even though I'm, um, like expending a lot more energy and probably eating a lot more. And that's probably because I'm not used to having breakfast. And now I'm having like a bar for breakfast. I'll hike for two hours, have another bar. And actually I got good advice from a friend before leaving because I was considering um, implementing like some sort of fasting in the morning on trail for God knows what reason. Um, (laughs) But that was past me. And he said, he said like the marathon mindset is to not get hungry when you're running a marathon. If you're hungry, you're too late. That's kind of similar to what they say about thirst as well. You're not going to be fully hydrated if you're thirsty. Like, you want to hit it before you actually get thirsty or hungry. So, yeah, that's really been dynamic in, like, how I'm hiking. Not dynamic, but, like, how I'm hiking these long miles and long days. Like, when I did the 30-mile day, I did, like, five miles in the morning after having a bar. And then I had first lunch where I, I also always carry out a sleeve of bagels. <laughs> nice. Um, but my difference is I do uh, like half a bagel if I'm doing first lunch with some summer sausage and some cheese and then maybe like a small granola bar. Try to stop at a water source and drink a lot. And then I'll go another, you know, eight miles or so, ten miles, pretty calculated, and do the same thing and always try to stay ahead of the hunger. Yeah, that's good. I feel like once you start hiking, you don't get as hungry because the amount of exercise you're doing kind of suppresses your appetite a little bit. But for me, I found once I stop hiking, that's when the wave of hunger really comes Oh, really? Yeah. I'll just eat all the food. That's definitely at the end of the day for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll get to camp and the sun's going down and I really should be setting up my tent. But instead, you're sitting there. (laughs) I'm cooking. I am packing. Yeah. And just eating everything available. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, you mentioned hiker hunger. And like it, it, like it really hasn't developed for me so much. But like for you, do you see yourself as being a lot more hungry on trail? Vivian, uh, you next for the shower. Oh, thanks. Um, I already took a shower, actually, so you can just oh, tell her. Cool. I'm not <laughs> We're at hiker heaven right now, so there is a list for people taking showers, and Vivian's up next. So I, yeah, <laughs> we should be wrapping this up shortly, anyways. But that's okay. Um, yeah, I would say. My hiker hunger kind of kicked in around week three of hiking, mm-hmm. um, but I'm pretty hungry in my normal life outside of the trail. So, does that come with being a vegan? Like anything to do with it? I don't know. I think it's just me personally. I just enjoy eating a lot. So you don't look like the typical person that just like enjoys eating. <laughs> well, thank you. That's that's good. I guess I've been hiking so burning all those calories but yeah I've definitely been uh, more conscious about how much I'm eating since I know I'm expending a lot of energy out here Mm -hmm. and so I've been trying to uh, refuel my body as best as I can but I think before I left for the trail I was really conscious about um, 
health food and I made resupply boxes for myself that I would send um, or my parents are sending me along the trail. Oh, good. Um, and so I... How many do you think you have? I think I have 13. Wow. Yeah, so a, a bit, but I'm also supplementing in town with some junk food to throw in there, there <laughs> so go. it's not all healthy. And I think that's probably the real difference between like on trail and off trail mm -hmm. and I really try not to do it very much but junk food is uh, becomes a staple in everyone's diet to an extent yeah. like when I'm off trail I never touch junk food I would never think about going to McDonald's oh, but no. <laughs> um I, yeah I'll have it out here I just I I try not to I still haven't packed out any candy that's good yeah and uh my cravings when I get to town are are really like what I miss about like my day-to-day -day life off of the trail so i'll like start with a steak yeah <laughs> which you probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't like yeah. an, an ethical steak no i don't ask this grass-fed grass <laughs> <laughs> no i'll eat a steak and like the first thing i want is a black coffee and oftentimes like a protein shake because it's really hard to get protein on the trail yeah i found i've definitely been craving smoothies when i'm out on the trail yep. especially in the desert yeah <laughs> just anything cold anyways we should be wrapping up here um i probably should have said earlier but i'm on I think I'm on like week four, two days after week four. I started on the 24th of March uh, into my hike. And uh, Vivian, you are pretty similar. She started three days before me. Yeah, so just a month and three days into the hike so far. Cool. Uh, well, thank you for joining me. And I will catch you listeners a little bit further on down the trail. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Hello, hello. This is Kasmin, also known as Flamethrower. I finally got a trail name and it's food related. It has to do with my loud stove um, and I will be talking to you about food today. So it's very appropriate. And I'm coming to you from mile 517 of the PCT at Hikertown, a funky hostel with uh, at least cute little cabins in the western theme um, and this is day 46 for me so I'm checking in a little bit later than expected but that just means I have more to share about all the good things I've been eating on trail off trail trail magic food all of it so going into the through hike uh, as you know I did a lot of planning um, I dehydrated some meals I am also a field tester for backcountry foodie, and uh, I picked a couple of recipes from the cookbook, and rather than making several and having all these extra ingredients, I just stuck to a couple. My favorite from that um, cookbook is the peanut butter bananas foster, so that's what I've had for dessert a couple of times, but I really spread out my meals in different boxes, so... I haven't sampled all of it. Um, another favorite is the uh, pesto ramen that has uh, pine nuts and uh, some fresh basil in there. And so it just, when I open that package, it smells delicious. So my typical day when I'm on trail is to have a coffee. Um, I am one of those hikers who cooks twice a day. A lot of the people that I've hiked with 
only cook in the evening. So they just have a power bar or sometimes they'll leave camp without eating anything. And that's um, really not how I like to do things. I'd rather have something in my stomach before I start hiking and then later have a snack along the trail. But uh, I start my days with coffee and typically oatmeal. Um, and uh, if we are being even more specific, it's banana walnut oatmeal, oatmeal that I like. And I'll have um, a snack uh, maybe two or three hours later. Uh, I started out with a lot of protein bars. <laughs> A few of those I have sent home because they're just nasty. I just couldn't stomach them. Uh, but Snickers I still like. And then I picked up uh, these Lifesaver gummy sours that are so good. Gummy sours is one of those things I would never eat off trail. You know, I'm just not really a big hard candy or sour candy type of person. But just in an effort to uh, mix it up a little bit. I try those and uh, I love them. They are delicious. Um, and what else do I have during the day? Uh, the lunch situation was something that I hadn't really uh, pinned down. I didn't really had it, have it dialed in before I started. And I've been looking at other hikers and what they eat for lunch. And I've copied some of their, um, their foods. Um, one thing that I've picked up uh, more recently was Triscuits with cream cheese and this is delicious. Um, I didn't think that the cream cheese would keep very well but as long as I keep it in my pack not at the top you know in out of the sun and I eat it within two days it is delish. Uh, Triscuits I try to find different flavors. Um, I tried a, a balsamic vinegar flavor and more recently an avocado and lime flavor. And what else do I have um, for lunch? I've also tried uh, cheese and crackers. Um, I bought the pre-sliced cheese and that didn't work out so well because it got really gooey and greasy after a couple of days. Again, those need to go very quickly. Otherwise, they're just going to make a mess in my pack. And I have them also with Triscuits. And I have bought some salami that I slice, and that is delicious as well. Uh, I've only tried that a couple of times. But whatever I do, I also uh, pack my kettle sea salt and vinegar chips. Those are so addicting. I love those. So I eat a lot of that. And here I have my snack bag, and I have Sour Patch Kids with lemon, I'm sorry, with watermelon. I have Girl Scout cookies that I've shipped uh, to myself, specifically Thin Mints. I love Thin Mints. So I have those. And um, I have the RX bars, but I haven't really eaten those. I don't think I'll keep buying them because they're just not that appetizing. I tried the Monk Pack protein cookies. Generally protein cookies like um, the Complete Cookie have been really good. And so I've continued to pack those. And I drink a lot of water when I'm on trail. Um, and more recently, I've added uh, Mio Energy. Um, it's a um, liquid water enhancer. And just to add some flavor to my water. 
And then for dinner, I will have, pull out the bag. Um, I have a bag of condiments. So I have a lot of olive oil and coconut oil that I add to my soups. I have dehydrated corn, dehydrated mushrooms. So I combine that with ramen. I also made some uh, broccoli potato soup. I have some dehydrated ground beef that I add to ramen. So I have a couple of those. And then I will add cheddar crisps uh, to my soups. Um, and then there's bacon bits and sun-dried tomatoes. So I love to add that to my soups. Gives it um, a different texture and flavor. So it's not just noodles. And then I have uh, salmon. I don't like tuna, but I do like salmon. And so they do weigh a bit, so I don't carry them often. And um, I've had these for lunch as well. I'll just open a pack of salmon and put some hot sauce in it. Yum. It's a good, good lunch. And so that's what I have for dinner uh, normally on trail. When I'm off trail, Breakfast is typically bacon and eggs and pancakes. For lunch, I'll have a good burger or steak. Um, you'd think I'd want to eat healthy, but I generally don't end up ordering the salad. Um, some memorable meals I've had off trail are a double-double from In-N-Out with a chocolate shake. My friend John took me to In-N-Out near Cabazon, bless his heart. Um, when I was home in L.A. with my troll family recently, we ate at some typical L.A. places like the pantry. We had breakfast there. Uh, again, big pancakes and, uh, and eggs. And uh, we also had Chinese food. In Chinatown, we went to Grand Central Market. We had some Mexican seafood there and ice cream from McConnell's. Um, and then more... Um, Recently, we had uh, Trail Magic. Uh, I had my friend Sharon, uh, a former colleague of mine, bring Dunkin' Donuts to Hiker Heaven. That was awesome. And so that is, those are some of the things that I like to eat uh, when I'm on and off trail. So that is all for now, but I will come to you soon. Again, this is Flamethrower signing off. That concludes today's show. In our next episode, our remaining PCT and CDT hikers will go ham on what foods they've been enjoying on trail. If you enjoy the show, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Word of mouth is how this show gets its wings, and your mouths are our most precious feathers. That was creepy. Also, don't forget to subscribe to ensure you don't miss future episodes. Today's show was edited by our guy, Polly Boy Shalcross, who is also the genius behind these sick tracks. You can keep up with the show on Instagram at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter at ThruHikerPod, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. You can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at the Signing off for now. Happy hiking.